Hello, I'm Brandon. And I'm Justine. And this is the Cozy Co-op, a podcast where a games journalist and a creative writer talk about video games. And today, oh, today, we're talking about a game, and I'm excited. What game is that? That game is Overcooked 2. No, not get out of here with your food. <laughs> Fallout 76. We've been playing a lot of Overcooked. I got it recently. We've been playing it fun and frustrating. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Fallout 76. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about news. Yeah. So, news. I've, been, uh, I've not been in tune with the news because I was out of town most of uh, last week. But this, this past week, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first thing is Sony is not going to be at this upcoming E3. Oh. Which is surprising. Yes. Uh People have been wondering what this means. They're basically saying, hey, we don't have a lot to show this year, so we're just not going to do one. Oh, okay. That's all we actually know. So that's that's an interesting thing to sit on. Um, Sony's funneling more into their movies right now. That is true. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. The live action movie, the American one. There's been a lot of a trailer. About this. A trailer released for it. And uh, it sounds disgusting. It. I'm I'm very interested, actually. It looks really good. It doesn't sound disgusting. No, the the idea of a live action Pokemon. Oh. Yes, that sounds disgusting. But it looks like <laughs> it's actually going to be a lot of fun. It does look really good. This is the one where Ryan Reynolds was Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I when I reported on this months ago, I didn't think it would ever come to light. But here we are. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the trailer, watch it. It's interesting. I'm actually excited. It comes out sometime in May. Yeah, it's not what you're expecting, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. What What's funny to me though is I didn't know that there was a there was a game Detective Pikachu. Yeah, there was a Japanese movie. They, I, yeah, they made a movie for Detective Pikachu in Japan, and that one's directly based off of the game. Um, and this is something you did inform me of later when I asked you, okay. What is this? Why are we doing this? Why Detective Pikachu? Why why any of this? This doesn't seem like Pokemon to me. And you explained to me the Detective Pikachu game. You did not, however, mention that, yes, he does have that deep, gravelly voice. Oh, yeah, the Japanese. Canonically. This tiny yellow mouth is, oh, shinike Yeah. That's so, not un- Japanese. Until me. I saw a clip. Stop. That is a word. Um, Until I saw a clip of the original movie, I was like... <laughs> What? Oh, uh, I saw this one video. Someone had superimposed various voice lines from Danny DeVito oh. into that trailer. Nice. To see what it'd be like if he did take that role. How did you like it? Uh, that trailer? I loved it. Oh, okay. It was beautiful. So, in the same vein of movies, the guy who was the executive producer for the Castlevania series for Netflix has recently announced he's now working on a Devil May Cry thing. Okay. He has not... Uh, confirmed whether or not it'll be with Netflix or whatnot. Uh, he basically just said he got the rights to it so that Hollywood wouldn't mess it up. I am okay with cartoon remakes of things. I'm not as okay with like live action remakes of things. It's a lot harder to make a live action remake of a game and, good. and pull it off. Yeah, I remember Doom or a cartoon or or 
whatever. Yeah. yeah, and from what I'm told, the Castlevania series did very well. Apparently a lot of people very were well like, received. I've been meaning to watch it. So I think he will do an equally good job with Devil May Cry. Right. Let me think. Uh, final bit of news is... I can't remember. So let's just stop the news here. Well, uh, folks, we have no show notes for today, so we're just kind of flying yeah. by the seat of our Brandon. So <laughs> <laughs> you gotta warn me when you hit me with this humor. Ooh. Sometimes uh, I'm funny. Spicy. Uh, so you may have noticed this is up on a Monday instead of Friday. We've shifted our <clears throat> scheduling around to make things a bit more. Uh, possible yeah so we record over the weekend and we have it up mondays now so y'all know but yeah well 76 76 fallout 76 almost heaven west virginia by the way if you want like moon ridge mountain there's been a lot of like back and forth between no it's a good game no it's a terrible game and a lot of people being against each other one way or the other if you want a fairly unbiased uh look at fallout 76 it's just a good time all around the my name is kevin videos i I think it's he goes by call me kevin call me kevin okay on youtube Um, call me kevin fallout 76 he has a uh, i think it's actually no, it's two. He has two videos about it. They're very fun. They're, they're entertaining. They're extremely entertaining, and they're not they're not one way or another, this is a good game, this is a bad game. It's just and the, playing the game. We'll definitely touch on the weird divide of Fallout 76 and the Fallout history as a whole yeah. uh, in the podcast, but let's start with some impressions. I, I, was, I was given some beta codes to give to other people so that you, me, and a friend of mine, we could all play together. And we did. So we did play a bit. I want to hear... Well, before we get into impressions, impressions uh, I sh- we should explain what it is. Well, Fallout 76 is the latest game in the Fallout franchise. It is a multiplayer online game um, that <clears throat> actually has cross-play. No, it doesn't. Oh, shoot. What was the game that had? Oh, um, sorry. That's Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite has. Um, no. Sorry, that was incorrect. Yeah, this is a non-cross-play. Non-cross-play. Uh, post-apocalyptic RPG by Bethesda, people of Skyrim. So if you heard our hardware episode last week and heard us talk about the games you want to play might influence your decision, this one does not support if you're on PlayStation playing with people on PC. So just Correct. Whoever, so, whatever your friends have, go for that. I went, <laughs> I went for PC personally because I think that will have the longest living online community. Right. Which is why I got it for that. Uh, yeah, they. It's a shame. I would have liked crossplay, but I'm okay with not having it. Um, there's still plenty of people to play with. Yeah, um, and it's very easy. Well, okay, so yeah, seventy six. Uh, is is it seventy six years after? Yeah, no, it is based off of. It's it's kind of like a parallel to 1776. Right. 1776 was the year that the uh, Declaration of Independence was penned and signed. Uh-huh. So is is it is their Declaration Day? Yes. And in this, I think it's the year is 2077. Mm. Funny enough, but you are Vault 76 and you've opened 20 years after the bombs fell. Okay. I couldn't I knew this one wasn't as late as Fallout 4. This is the the earliest a game has opened a vault. Okay. So to speak. And you were a vault dweller. And they call it the Reclamation Day, because now it is the the Vault 76 dweller's time to go out and reclaim the wasteland. 
Yeah, you come from the one vault that, like, did everything the way a vault was advertised to do. One that doesn't secretly freeze you or turn you into mantis people. Apparently, y'all just lived there, and then you had a big party the night before the vault was supposed to open, and then your person who was in charge of the vault is somewhere out in the wilderness, and you have to go... Overseer. Your overseer is out there now, and you have to go help her out um, by following her trail. Which I've been doing... She's kind of... I love her. She's hardcore. She does sound really... This is a clerical role type woman. She was a leader. She wasn't like a hardcore military personnel. Yeah. But I'm going and I'm finding like hollow tapes by her. And like she's like, oh, it felt nice to pretend to put on an army suit and go through boot camp because these robots told me to. And like she's like, I even learned some marksman skills along the way. And like I'm sitting here thinking, wow, this girl is really rocking the wasteland. Yeah. Um... So that was kind of funny to me is, yeah, Fallout 76 is the one vault that was the, good. Yeah. The right. base vault. That, that was their PR vault. Yeah. Uh, but. So you played some during yes. the beta. I've played a lot more now um, that it's been released. From what I've seen and from what I've experienced, uh, I'm not a multiplayer person. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do play a online game i generally avoid other people unless i know who they are i'm just you're shy i'm shy internet shy i get it and i'm not good at video games so i really don't like coming into contact with other people playing these because i know they're going to be better or more into it than i am i'm not a competitive person a valid concern so uh but the thing with fallout 76 is it's way more casual oh yeah Um, you can play Totally solo. You can play totally solo as you can with a lot of online games, um, like Warcraft or um, that kind of thing. There's a wall that I always hit with MMOs, Elder Scrolls Online and Warcraft alike. There was eventually a point where I couldn't play by myself. Mm. Um, I was fortunate that this game had that. This one, uh, it's very easy to talk to other people. You don't just have a never-ending chat scroll in the corner of your screen. which... uh, it's just on mic. Yeah, there, there is, there is no text chat, which funny, which you're describing. Yeah, really helps kind of smoothen things out. It really does. A lot of people are upset though. A lot of people uh, wanted text chat. Yeah, because I know I get. a lot of people don't have a functioning mic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you have access to even a crappy mic, you're still pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, as long as you get your settings squared away, you can just talk to whoever's around you, and that makes it. That does make it way easier, and how they advertise that the game, you know, didn't have any NPCs, just other people. Um, Because it wanted the people to be the NPCs. Right. And so instead of, like, when you're walking around in Fallout 4 and people just keep yelling random things at you as you pass by, uh, it's it's like there are actual people out there. Yeah. There are actual people who, like, they may want to trade with you. Right. And, And most of them are nice. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think I've actually met anyone who is actively rude. And until you hit uh, level five, you can't, like, kill anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's a PvP cap. And, like, the way they do PvP is very in favor of those who don't want to do PvP. So Yeah. People were, like, this game, people were very concerned that it was going to be a bad game because griefers and other mm-hmm. online trolls. And they've done a lot of measures. I tried harassing one guy, and uh, I couldn't for a while. Because, like, I killed him once, and then I was looking on the map, seeing if I could find him. 
I couldn't. And I had realized, oh, they're hiding. Like the game won't tell me where he is anymore. Oh, they it, won't let me. He's in witness protection now. They, yeah, they wouldn't let me like stalk him. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I did do some. I I did go Brandon be a bad guy for. A, I wanted to has know what done it was things like. that I do not condone. I I mugged people for Nuka Cola, which is a very Brandon thing to say. But <laughs> well, because I it made me think there there aren't raiders, and. Someone's got to be a raider. Someone's got to be that bad guy. Those, those random encounters were like, like in Skyrim or whatnot, when like you'll be walking and a guy will come out and they'll be like, your money or your life. And you can choose. Do you fight him? Do you give him your money? I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to go up to people and say, hey, Nuka-Cola or I mess you up. And some people didn't give me their Nuka-Cola, so I had to mess them up. I was a random encounter. So... <laughs> I don't agree with this, but it is an RPG, I, so lean into the role play, I guess. I'm, I'm not much into person-on-person combat, and I'm not, you know, much for playing the evil role in most situations. Yeah, but it he, was cool that I kind—I liked that I was able to. You said something funny to me earlier when I asked you why you did all of this, and you said, because I want to know how it felt. And I thought that was a very funny thing to say about that. I was a decent level. I had a set of power armor, and I actually had a gun that had a special perk on it that made it more powerful against other players. Mm -hmm. So I figured, like, if I'm going to go be a bad guy, now's a good time to try it out. So they do, they have measures against griefers, but they understand that part of this game is killing other players because Mm -hmm. that's just part of living out in the wasteland. Yeah, and like... One, so, one thing being, uh, I, I dealt very little damage to this guy until he shot back. Mm. Once he shot back, the game was like, okay, they're fighting, and I dealt normal damage. He shouldn't have shot back, because I floored him shortly after. Yeah. Well, but like, you scared him. Th- if you don't want to commit, you can just ignore them. Yeah. And, you know, they'll waste all of their ammo before you waste your stim packs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, like I said... Uh, I couldn't find him for a while afterwards. And then a bounty was put on my head because I had killed someone. Yep. They're like they they do a lot of things in this in this way to kind of make it hard to target an an individual. And people sure. are f- way funnier than you think they are because I really enjoyed you said you went up to somebody else later on and said, "Hey, is there still a bounty on my head?" And they went, "No, did you do something bad?" And you were like, <laughs> "Yeah, I killed a guy for his Nuka Cola." And they were like, Okay. Well, well, he asked, like, why, did you kill someone? I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, they deserve it at least. And I said, nah, no, not really. And it was fun because, like, I wanted to think of making him uneasy because I'm sitting yeah. here admitting to just killing someone out of no reason. Yeah. And, it like, he's he was very polite. He was. Uh, yeah. He was. And, like, uh... He even told me about uh, the Red Rocket truck stop I was visiting early, later. Mm-hmm. He told me about it. And I was like, oh, I'll go check that out. Um, when we were playing with our one friend, we were all like up in the top of an observation tower. And then we heard someone yelling up at us. And oh, we were like, right. where are? where is this person? And he you? was like, the fat guy down here. And we were like, <laughs> we, down. we all looked down and we were like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, hey, who wants to trade? You're right. Yeah. It's it's a very like there's been a lot of fun people interactions. A lot yeah. more fun ones than bad ones for sure. So, if that's something you're nervous about, just be aware that most people are chill and if you're not good at the game, people mm-hmm. will help you out. 
people worrying that like bad players are going to ruin this game th- that's 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 fear mongering it, it doesn't really you may find someone like me who just went around and killed but like that's not going to be normal at all. And it's not going to trip you up too much. Like he said, the game and protects yeah, you from it, being hurt by the same person. If you die, you drop your scraps, your your junk items, which can be valuable, of course, but you don't lose anything else. That's good. And you can go back to where you died and pick them back up. Yeah. So, there, yeah, you don't worry about other players at all. Um, but I, I, do be aware of the enemies because they can oh, yeah. screw you up in a hurry. The, out of all of the... Bethesda always had this thing to where if you go the wrong place at the wrong time, something big will destroy Come wreck you. you. This is extra true for this game. It's absolutely just everywhere. Because um, there's no scaling to you. No. The other games, they kind of scaled to you. This one... They're all straight, because, like, the weak people need the weak zone. Yeah. Strong people, they need somewhere to go fight some things. So. I traveled too far, and I got overwhelmed by super mutants. Oh. It was a very upsetting time. I got overwhelmed by the scorched. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Scorched. Uh, They're new. Yeah, I had never seen them before. So, they they were trying to figure out how they can have, like, gunfights if there's no people. Because there's no raiders. Okay. There's no people. So they created this, which they're kind of like ghouls in that they've rotted away. They look like ghouls. But it's not because of radiation. It's because of a virus in the air that they call the Scorch virus. Oh, okay. And yeah, you, when you get infected with it, your skin rots and you start growing crystals out of your body. <sighs> and your mind deteriorates into a feral state. But not so feral that you don't still know how to use guns. It sounds like Red Lyrium from Dragon Age. Not entirely unlike it. And so these, so they introduced this new enemy type called the Scorched, which are basically ghouls with guns. I like it. I like, you know, being shot at sometimes. I don't. Uh, we have different uh, things that we like about playing video well, games. I didn't want the entire game. I like game, winning. I don't want the entire game to be like creatures with up-close combat, you know? True. Um. So, oh, you can play instruments in this game too. That's oh, that a fun little fun. bonus, can which I... is another good social interaction thing. Sometimes there are groups of instruments sitting around, and you can mm-hmm. just pick one up and start playing. And so sometimes people just sit down and start playing some music together. It's kind of fun. I have a wonderful screenshot of me and my friend sitting at the middle of what was it, River Gorge Bridge, mm-hmm. which is a real bridge in Colorado. Yeah, where they implemented. Uh, and I have a picture Colorado? of him sitting. It's in Colorado. Oh. They've kind of mismatched okay. whatever. All sorts of the Midwest. The nuclear explosion just caused some tectonic plates to just shift. Sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And like, I, I built a... Because another thing is camps, right? All mm-hmm. right. Let me finish my first statement. I'm just excited. It's such a fun I game. Know. I'm going to play more when we're done. But... um. I took a really nice picture of him playing banjo off of, like, the edge of this mile-high bridge. He jumped off? Or? Well, we all jumped off in the end. Oh. But we, I got a picture of him playing banjo oh. before jumping, and it's a very nice picture. He he agrees. Uh, it's one of his favorites because it was such a fun moment. Just, hit, like, uh, having a group of people together doing a thing and taking a picture of us just fooling around. I'm glad you take romantic pictures of other people Oh, I love taking pictures. They implemented a new screenshot mode. 
You can like mess with the saturation, the contrast, the field of view and get like really nice pictures. It would be nice if you would take romantic pictures of me sometimes. Well, wear better armor. <laughs> can I tell you about an interaction I had at I the guess. Red Rocket truck stop? I what? guess. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Help listeners. Continue. Send pictures. No. <laughs> Um, so I was suffering from disease because you can get disease in this game. Yes. I, I was suffering from jelly fingers. thirst and get diseases, all that fun stuff. Yeah. That thing you play video games for. Oh yeah. Yeah. To suffer. To suffer. I needed a disease cure because I was sick of it. I come across a group <laughs> of like, ha ha ha. I come across a group of four people. Most of them in armor. It's kind of intimidating. And I just walk up and I go, hey, hey guys. They turn like, yeah, what's up? Like, uh, I need some disease cure. Can any of y'all help out? I'll give you some ammo or something. And a guy walked up to me and was like, yeah, sure, I got one. I, do you have any uh, 308 ammo? I could really use that. Oh, nice. So we just, we traded that. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, hey, you going to do the Wendigo thing? And I was like, oh, I actually just did that myself. And we just engaged in some small talk. And I'm like, all right, well, good luck with your stuff. I'm on my way. And I left. Yeah, pe- most people are pretty chill. Like and that. I loved that because that, it, it I would imagine that was kind of like, to them, I was a random encounter. Yeah. Guy walks up and, I need a thing, here's a reward, a walk quest, away yeah. for gun. And I enjoyed getting to play that role. And it helped me, obviously. Uh-huh. I got rid of my disease. Um, Yeah, most people are chill. And if they're not chill, it's usually they just don't talk or don't want to interact. The worst case is I, people will ignore you. Right. Oh, no. Sorry. The worst case is when they ignore me, but they don't know their mic is on. Oh, because I was off doing a thing, and a guy started walking into my area. I was like, hey, what's up? You, What you doing? And he looks at me, and he ignores me, and I hear him sigh and then walk away. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, does he know his microphone is on right now? Because the game is not great about its settings. Yeah. Like, a lot of people didn't realize their mic was on. Yeah. So, like, I... I'm wondering if he didn't know, and he was like, ah, oh, this dude, and then ignored me. I... Screw that guy. <laughs> if you're listening to our show, screw you, guy. There you know were you are. a couple of times when, you know, we would be talking and someone would not be talking to us, but we could hear them talking. Yeah, anyway. they would straight up ignore us. I don't. Yeah. But I don't get it. That's like, that's what we're saying is like the interactions that aren't good are basically just people ignoring you. Yeah. It's not that they get violent and aggressive. And yeah, this game's been full of fun interactions. Um, We should. Uh, I, I want to touch on the controversial side of this yeah but first how about an ad break i'm interested to see what you got sometimes it's not easy to get up in the morning sometimes you gotta go work that nine to five job but you know what helps me get there the good old cup of slocum joe come on down at slocum joe's bakery and diner and you'll have yourself a fresh cup of coffee and an even fresher cup of donuts that's right we got our new fresh donuts 12 doesn't pack for $300. Come on down to Slocum Joe's. Get that brew on. <laughs> what? Improv I... master Brandon Lazar. <laughs> okay. In, to be fair. I would like a cup of donuts. In the Fallout universe, uh, inflation was that bad. You did say 12 dozen. For $300? That's a good deal. Actually, yeah, that's about two something a donut. It, yeah, it's for special events. 
Yeah. <laughs> Slocum Joe's is just one of the various existing franchises right. in the fall. Like Red Rocket Truck Stop. Red Rocket, Nuka-Cola, Nuka-Cola, Poseidon Energy. They're pretty good about their continuity, actually. Yeah. Real nice. So, uh, this game, I actually wrote an article about this. If you've been watching the gaming community at all. Or even just casual bystanders. You've probably heard people saying that this game is horrible. I've seen, like, websites give it a 5 out of 10. Yeah. Which, I understand they're upset, but that's too low. I've only given one 5 out of 10, and it was an actual broken game. Mm -hmm. Like, it's rough. But here's what's up. People are mad about this game. Straight up. They're unhappy about it. A lot of people. And... So you see some very hateful-sided arguments. On the other side, there's people who are justifying all of the flaws the game did have. You know, this is a fantastic game, kind of disregarding the problems. Mm -hmm. And there's been this very hardcore divide, and I noticed that this was harder than with most games. Like, when when Mass Effect 3 came out, there were people who were upset, but not this upset. Uh. Not this upset. Well. There were some angry people, but not this bad. From the way I see it, this is not a new thing. Um, People have been reacting this way for at least the last, you know, over the last decade, it's been more and more that every time a long-awaited game comes out, it becomes a race to see who can find the most wrong with it Mm. and call it out first. And it just, I think 76 is is one of the more widely known, largely anticipated games and people were already throwing fits over Fallout 4. So those mm-hmm. people were expecting this one to be bad. Oh, yeah. And it was so different. Right. That's the other thing. So, uh, you know, just let me just preface this portion by saying, if you're going to form an opinion about a game you haven't played yet, try and find some sources from both sides of that. I'm actually going to say... Don't look at people giving opinions on the game. Right. Watch gameplay. Just regular Raw, regular gameplay. If you can help it, un- like no commentary gameplay. Yeah. That is the best way to form an opinion about a game without watch, without uh, playing it yourself. Right. And yeah, and I- I'm, I'm going to touch on that later, which is weird because like I-, I wrote an article about this whole thing. And in that article, I said... Even game reviewers like me don't take that too hard. Take it with a touch of salt because everyone's different. And it felt weird because it was like in an indirect way saying, don't even bother with my own reviews, mm-hmm. you know? But Fallout, Fallout had the history of this happening. Yeah. Ever since Fallout 2, actually, everything, okay. Fallout was not made by Bethesda at first. Bethesda did not get the rights to Fallout until the third game. I can't remember who made the first two. Their name escapes me. But the first one came out, and it was a top-down, turn-based, isometric RPG. Yes. We've gone over a lot of this in our Fallout 4 episode, too. That's true. If you've listened to it. When Fallout 2 came out, people were mad at it. They thought it was bad, because they were like, oh, instead of being a random wastelander, we're now the chosen one, and you're sticking to all of these gimmicks of modern games. Yeah. And people were mad at that game. So there was that divide, but it was still a good game. Then Bethesda got it. They made Fallout 3, which were the... First-person shooter RPG. And, of course, there are people like, they have totally ruined the game series. Now it's not even a turn-based thing. But, of course, Fallout 3 ended up outselling Fallout 1 and 2 combined within Mm -hmm. the first week of sales. 
Well, Fallout 4 was announced. People were mad at it because the writing was not as good. Uh, and a lot of the statistic-based uniqueness, like having to do intelligence checks or charisma right. checks, those had almost entirely vanished in favor for combat-centric stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the combat, however, had vastly improved, as did the the world. The world, The world yeah. was a lot denser, a lot more rich. You could explore a lot more in a small span of time, something we talked about a lot in our Fallout episode. Mm -hmm. So there was obviously a divide there. There's some people who absolutely hate it, because it has such crappy writing. And it does have bad writing. It does have bad. But there are some people who love it because they love shooting. They love the base building. They love the... That's, the, my, the... that's why I love it. I'm a super addicted to the base building. Oh, yeah. And now we have Fallout 76, which is a multiplayer online game. And it changed even more. The stat system was different. Uh, the combat, eh, more or less different, but kind of the same. It's similar. But it was an online multiplayer. And there was no interactions with other people. So stat checks didn't work the same way anymore, and obviously people are mad. Yeah. And if you want the same game every time, you're going to get mad about that, too. Then you get Pokemon. <laughs> True. <laughs> but well... Yeah, so people were mad about this. And then we've also been entering a climate where, yeah, you were saying, it's the popular thing in media has been to hate on something, to right. point out the flaws. Because that's the all... first person to say how bad it was. Yeah. So, of course, they've got this easy target. You know, this game's so different, it's bad now. Mm -hmm. And I admit, there are flaws with this game. But it's not 5 out of 10. And it's not 100% broken like a lot no. of people will have you believe. Not, to not even It's not even like 50% broken. Not, not to mention, Bethesda's already announced their roadmap for updates. They're going to fix a lot of things yeah. already. Including a push to talk. Because that's not a feature. Which I can agree, that should be a feature. It should be. Because, like, sometimes you have a noisy environment, you know? Yeah. But uh, we're not here to tell you if it's good or bad. We're here to tell you what it is and let you decide. Yeah. It, um, and, and you know, this, this episode may be a vehicle for our soapbox about, you know, either try it yeah. before you diss it or watch some gameplay. But don't just... Because I'm guilty of that, too. Sometimes something will come out and all that I see on my dashboards are uh, people complaining about it or yelling about why it's so horrible. And sometimes I don't even understand the technicalities of it and I'll just get swept up along in it, mm -hmm. which is also bad because then you have, you know, the people who found certain things they didn't like and started yelling about it. And now you've got other people who hear them yelling about it who don't understand but agree with them anyway, because that's the only opinion they're hearing. Yeah, absolutely. And it it upset me after a point. I'm not easily upset by the internet, but I really like the Fallout series. Mm -hmm. And I do try to keep an honest mindset towards all of the games I play. It's professionalism. But to see like every other post online would be how angry people were about Fallout or jokes about this or that. It, it got tiresome. I was sick of just seeing all of it. It's okay to like things that are imperfect. No, and it's it's okay to not like them too, but like it doesn't have to be that black and white situation. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a perfect game for you to like it. It doesn't have to be a completely broken game for you to dislike it. Mm -hmm. You can just have an opinion regardless yeah. of what everybody else says. You do or you don't like it. That's okay either way. And you you can have fun playing it. This is a fun game. Now, me personally, I really like it. I think it does really well. I I think um, there aren't unlockable areas. You just go there. Mm -hmm. um, 
You may find doors you're not a high enough level to lockpick through. Okay, that's the that's literal, literal version locked. of unlocking. But yeah, you can go wherever you want. Uh, and and you can still, there's still so much of that trademark uh, uh, environmental storytelling. Oh, yeah. You can just find God. some wild stuff. What did I see? Oh, right. Me and, me and a friend, we were climbing up a mountain because we're stubborn. We had come across some. Yeah, this veins. game isn't Zelda, which I played coming off of Zelda. You can't just you climb, cannot climb everything. <laughs> they they make it clear sometimes you ain't getting up this way. Go around. Not going up. Yep. Well, we had found a gold vein because you can harvest these ores and whatnot. We also found two dead bodies. One of them had a gun and a pickaxe in their face. Hmm. The other one was lying next to them, you know, just dead. And uh, this was right in front of this ore vein uh-huh. of gold. So uh-huh. we're like, oh my god, these two found gold and then killed each other over it. Yep. And, like, this was out in the middle of nowhere. And it's just such a nice, small addition to the world. Now, what about that one where you... You... Okay, the, the our friend and I... Mm-hmm went to explore some collection of houses or whatever that were off to the side, and you saw where we were and went, oh, I'm actually going to go over here. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So Explain that one. There was a series of cabins, and uh, before we found the cabins, we found a treehouse. I decided to look at the computer in the treehouse, which you guys didn't. And I noticed the computer had things like create spooky noise and make doors close on their own mm-hmm. and make the the... The paintings on the walls shake and rotate. So I figured I would be like, okay, you guys go ahead. And I was going to sit at the computer and spook you. And you did because the whole ground was shaking and there were roaring noises, screams. Now, the other part of this that you weren't controlling, it was the dead of night. Mm -hmm. So it was super dark. And there was like a whole pack of ghouls that were just going around in this little village. The ghouls was also me. Really? There, there was an option to attract enemies. Oh. And I attracted the ghouls to your location. They yeah. really were like traveling in a pack. It was crazy. And so I'm sitting there behind a broken door, just <laughs> looking outside, and I couldn't see the paintings move because it was pitch black where we were. We were both like, yeah, the other guy what noticed. is this? I didn't. I didn't. We didn't know what was going on, and I yeah. didn't know if we should start shooting or what, but he was like, sit down, don't move. I was like, okay. and yeah there's i haven't if there is a quest relating to this i haven't found it yeah it's it's just just, kind of there and i love that uh, which is a lot of things in in like bethesda games another one i don't even know what this it was a pied piper there was an ibot that was floating around playing classical music and then a bunch of rats were just following it that's it it just right past me i was like okay bye i guess real okay the pied piper ibot so, yeah, it is I a bought. surprisingly rich environment. Oh, um, yeah. You can find a lot of things. And, like, junk piles you can salvage random stuff out of. Mm. And the oh, salvaging is um, not how it used to be, though. Yeah. You have a limited stash capacity. You can't stockpile everything anymore. You run out of space eventually. Yeah. Which Bethesda has said, we're going to make that number bigger. Uh, it's Because ba- they made it a weight limit so that you couldn't have too many items. Mm-hmm. Because they already have a weight limit setting. Yes. They didn't want, like, if you put a million things in your chest and then every other player on the server has a million things in their chest. That's, that's just too a much lot in... of stuff. Yeah, so they limited it using an already integrated system based on weight. 
So it was a technical reason they implemented it. But it was interesting because like I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I need to stop collecting all of this junk mm-hmm. because I'm running out of room and I have nowhere to put it. I've started becoming much more selective about what I grab. The junk, of course, is to help you build your own personal base or camp. Which you can do wherever you want now. Yes. They're, they're, you can just yeah. drop it. They're called, a, they're called camp. It's like a something, something, something so. personal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, they have a fallout it's love an acronym. for acronyms. And yeah, you can you, you can craft and repair armor and weapons, and you need things for that, too. You always need junk. It's a Fallout game. Yes. So that was... This, if you like exploration and like doing your own thing, making your own place, this is fantastic for it's that. It's a good game for that. There's a lot... I, I've, I do that a lot. I'll just not do missions. I'll just go exploring. Yeah. It's pretty low-key in that way. I mean, I, I've played a lot of Warcraft, and there's not a lot of room for not doing quests, and a lot of the quests are pretty much the same thing over and over again. Which, again, it's Warcraft. It's been around a long time. Yeah. Um, But Fallout is pretty good in that it gives you versatility. You can play mm-hmm. it with friends. You can play it with strangers. You can do missions. You can just go exploring. You can just focus on building a base. Yeah. So it's... It's very good and very versatile in that regard. Yeah, it depends on what you value. Yeah. To people who are mad at Fallout 4 because it had a, like an uninteresting narrative, you're not going to find it. Well, you might actually find a pretty interesting narrative here, but it's not going to be with people. Yeah. If you like those interactions and whatnot, you're not going to enjoy that. If you like exploring and building and yeah, playing with friends, you'll probably like this. I do playing like, with friends was so good. I like the emotes they have. Yeah, they added emotes. I'd puke on people. Oh, that's nice of you. The too much radiation emote is just you barfing. I like blowing kisses at people. Oh, yeah. Uh, this game is better with friends, I believe. Yeah. There was an instance where a buddy of mine was in power armor, and he had climbed to the top of a Firewatch yeah. tower, and I just stood there at the bottom, and I was like, okay, jump off. I'm going to try to get a picture of you uh, in, in mid-fall. And like we, we positioned everything up. We wasted like five minutes doing this. Yeah. We got the picture. And then we walked away, and we thought we, we, we said to each other that it was... We just we would have never done that in a single player game. Right. And you're like, no, you're right. This was really fun. Yeah. That, that the socialness is a good flavor. And yet it's still good alone. I love that it's both. I really do. I know you've been playing it. Um, well, because you will still run across people from time to time. So you're mm-hmm. never like 100% solo. No. But like, you don't have to buddy up with a friend to play together for hours. Mm-hmm. And I, I was worried about that because I don't always have a schedule that adheres to people I know. Right. So, but I'm still having a lot of fun playing by myself. It's still a, it's a Fallout game. It's a Bethesda game. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if we have a lot else to say. I mean, I could keep talking. I I live next to Camden Park. Oh which yeah. Is cool. I got a day. I got a day job oh, there. Oh, if anyone's familiar with the final Pam from the McElroy's Monster Family. Monster Family. Monster Family. The Monster Factory in uh, Polygon. Uh, The Final Pam's house is featured in Fallout 76. Just just a bit north of the road from Camden Park. A nice little tribute. I I do remark other thing. The map is an actual map instead of like part of the Mm Pip-Boy. And I like that because it kind of made you use it like a map. Yeah. 
And uh, there were instances where I'll see like, okay, I want to get here. Because you don't fast travel all the time. It costs caps. Yes. And you don't, caps are rare. I seldom have more than 300 caps. Yeah, I did not find like any caps the entire time we we were playing. Right? So I didn't want to have to drop 30 caps. Found a lot of pre-war money, but. Which no one will buy. The, tr- the, the economy of this game is very different. For yeah. Sure. But I, I would look at the map and I'd think, oh, okay, I can take Highway 62 just north for a while and I'll basically get where I need to go. And I'll just, I'll close the map and I'll follow the highway and I'll use like highway sign. Yeah. I've never done that in a Fallout game. <laughs> something about having that separated map system really made it more enjoyable traveling. Made you feel like you were just running around West Virginia. Yeah. I, I, I actually use navigational marks to figure out what I'm doing. Right. That's how you're supposed to use map. I, I saw the moth, man. You did. So you got a picture of it. This game is full of cryptids. Yes. And, of course, including the moth, man, and Flatwoods Monster, the Grafton Monster, uh, Snally Gasters. I've encountered all of them at this point. I think uh, there's still a few things that are in the game, a few cryptids that I haven't seen. I'm going to find him. He's going to find yeah, him all. Yeah, there's a Mothman, and I've not fought it, because if you attack it, he flies away, and it's super dramatic and weird, and I've loved it. There's no Bigfoot, though? I've not seen Bigfoot. Oh, I did pick up Mothman eggs. Uh, oh, right? I made omelets out of them. Yep. I need to go back there. There's a Mothman museum in, what was that, Point Pleasant? Yes. Yeah, because- I died there. Point Pleasant's there, Grafton there, Charleston's there. And yeah, over in Point Pleasant, there's a Mothman Museum, and I need to go back there because there's a door that was locked that I couldn't get in. Oh, yeah. I can get in that now, so I need to go back. Get some more Mothman eggs. I just want to know what's in the basement. I want to believe, because it was- I want to know how Mothman lays his eggs. I mean, that's, it's kind of a graphic explanation. Is there an explanation? How does anything lay eggs? Well, okay. Through their cloaca. <laughs> the look you gave me. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. We can bleep the word out. I don't know if that'd make it better or worse. So, Fallout. Um, yeah. Housekeeping. <laughs> I enjoy this game. I look forward. Hey, um, straight up, y'all. If y'all want to play sometime on, and you're on PC, Hit me up on Twitter. I would love to play alongside you. I'll help you out. I'll give you some purified water. Yeah. I he's very up... helpful when he's not killing people over New Coca-Cola. Uh, you know, the funniest thing, on my way to go to somebody that I planned on attacking, I ran into a very new guy, like just left the vault. Uh-huh. And I stopped like, oh, hey, man, what's up? You knew? And like, yeah, yeah, I just got this game. I'm like, okay, here, here, let me give you some things. I'll help you out. And I gave him some purified water and some ammo for the gun he had. So on my way to do evil, I decided to help out a newcomer. You are... I'm chaotic you're neutral. You're chaotic neutral, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you have the game on PC and you want to play, hit me up. Uh, you know, we can exchange Bethesda.net names. I'd love to play sometimes. <laughs> okay. I, I'm a charisma-based character, mostly. And in this game, charisma... As he is in real life. You know it. So attractive. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, uh, charisma in this because I was wondering how does charisma work if it's no NPCs and in this game charisma perks uh, operate around helping teammates yes so for example I, I get called it. this by the way you absolutely did way way back I think we said so on the podcast even we were chatting about the stats and you said I don't know how charisma is going to work and I said well charisma is supposed to make people like you so 
um, instead of making you more aggressive towards other people, it will make other people want to be your friend. By providing perks. By providing something that they want. Like one perk I have is if you're on a team with me, you just straight up have more defense because I have that perk. And like I can share perks. Like because of my high charisma level, I can choose any perk I have and just, oh, you also have this effect now. Something like your stim packs do more healing or your armor weighs less. And yeah, people like it. People yep. like that. That's what charisma do. So, charisma. Charisma. Anyway, yeah, we're hitting time. I want to go play this game some more. Okay. So how about With some your housekeeping? Zima. My Z- I'm drinking a Zima. What year is this? 1992. 1992. I'm playing Fallout 1 and drinking a Zima. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you enjoyed this... Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Reviews help more people see us. It genuinely does. Hey, seriously, just give us a review. You know you want to. You can also find us on Twitter at Cozy Co-op Podcast. I tweet about the show and sometimes whatnot, relevant games, all that fun jazz. Follow the Twitter. It's helpful to keep you up to date on information. We have a Facebook on the same name. If you want to uh, suggest an upcoming game, give feedback for a game we were already going to talk about, just whatever you want. Send us pictures from Fallout. Take it from... Yeah, take a, it has a, a very nice picture. A 76 mode. screenshot. Send us an email of that. I'd love to see it. You can do that. Send us an email at cozycoop at thelizardrock.com. Thelizardrock.com is where the show is being hosted at. It is where I post news there every day. It's my personal site. Check that out if you want to keep up to date on all of the cool game stuff. If you want to be the video game boy. And I think that's it. Am I forgetting anything? I wasn't really listening. Oh, God. I forget to write down what game we're doing next. Mm. Uh, uh, cut away. Cut this out. West Virginia. Murder mama. Oh. oh. Take me home. Country road. Are you done? What? Are you done? Yeah, okay. Okay, so our next game is actually going to be Knights of the Old Republic. Ah, Star Wars. Star Wars, some old Star Wars. Yes, every time you put KOTOR, I think it's actually saying Turok, and that's not Star Wars. That's not Star Wars. So Knights of the Old Republic, that'll be a more you-centric one. Um, I'm going to actually do one and two in that one, because they're not that long. Okay, that so. sounds good. So, if you have any feedback about that, send us an email, tweet us, whatever. Heck yeah. I'm going to have to go interview my sister. Carrier she Pigeon. First one. Sure. So. Okay. That's it for us this week. Cozy up with us next week on the Cozy Co-op. Outro music. Take me home. Country road. Oh, we forgot to talk about the radio.